The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. of Hawk Talk. This is episode number nine, Do or Die. I am your host, Pat Benson, here with my main man, co-host, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing all right, bro. Uh, I don't know if we've been playing very well this postseason, so my mood is not as good as it normally is, but hey, man, I'm here and I got my Hawks hat on, so what more can you ask? That's it. The energy is really low for both of us this morning, but you know what? It's a home game and the Hawks got to protect home court advantage. Hey, man, we can still uh, win both home games, and it's a new series, as some people might say. <laughs> it's not a series until a road team wins on the road, until a team wins on the road. So. Thanks. All right, so before we jump into tonight's game, pivotal game three, let's take a quick look back at game two on Tuesday night. The Atlanta Hawks got off to a great start in the first quarter, but then Boston came roaring back. Of course, they eventually won 119-106, but for me, one of the real pivotal moments was at the end of the first half when it felt like they kept getting transition stops, and then it was like three-on-two, two-on-one layups, like three straight times at the end of the first half. What were your thoughts? Yeah, it was like as soon as they would do something good, just boom, shoot themselves in the foot again. Um it was good to finally see a couple players playing decent on our team. Like, I think mm-hmm. DJ played pretty well. But, man, it was just frustrating to see them play like they've been playing, man. They haven't – they need it. They can't just turn this corner. They haven't beaten the Celtics all year. They're 0-5 against the Celtics all year. Like, yeah, what it's going to – what about this matchup is just impossible for them to figure out some sort of advantage in one part, but they just can't figure out anything that really gets the ball rolling. Yeah, I mean, of course, Boston is the superior team. We get that. Obviously. Yeah, but you would think, like, even then, like, how many times did they play in the regular season? Three or four times? Yeah, 0-3 in the regular season. Yeah, it's hard to be an NBA team that many times consecutively, but Boston's pulling it off. And like you mentioned, Trey, Trey let's start with, like, the stars, of course. Trey played a little bit better. 9 of 22 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3, 24 points. But he also had a team worse minus 18 while on the court. So that, I mean, I guess one step forward, two step back. DeJounte looked good. He had 29 points and is fairly efficient. I mean, he had seven of 13 threes. So, I mean, he's he's just so streaky. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, DeAndre Hunter had a good game. You know, he bounced back in a big way. So, you know, we, uh-huh. we have the players. Yeah, no, he, he finally shot it. But, dude, even, like, Dre, when he played well, he's still 2-9 and nine from 3. Like, what the hell is that? Like, why? I know. I know. He he should be way more efficient from that. And then, of course, my man, you know, you're the John Collins defender. My man, John Collins, was 2-11, of 1-7 from 3. At a certain point, he's got to stop taking those threes. Yeah, he's really been playing like shit. Of course, the game that he's, you know, shooting the ball terribly, he puts up 11 threes. 
in the game where he's five for seven from three. He only puts up set. It's just like, dude, know when it's your night. What are we? Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. And to be fair, he led the team with uh, he was a positive eight in the plus minus. So I mean, he was doing things on you know on rebounding, playing defense, yeah. but the shooting has just been so frustrating. I know it's got to be frustrating for him, but he never shows it. But you know, yeah. he's got to be feeling it. On the flip side, Boston, you know, they're just. We know Atlanta's defense isn't good. We know it starts with the perimeter, and their wings are just devouring Atlanta every night. It's Tatum, Brown, and then Derek White. Derek White's been getting off big time in this series. Dude, I've always thought he's kind of good, but not to the extent that he's been going off on us this series. They're just this series. He looks like a strip superstar. Seriously, yeah, like a you know a bona fide starter in the league, and you know big big player, but. They're just they're just exposing their not only depth but just the talent they have that's mm-hmm. better than us both ways. They're exposing our defense, you know, constantly throughout every quarter. They they're just they're just a better team than us is what it's looking like. I think that sums it up well. Okay, let's transition. Let's talk about tonight's game. We've obviously hit on the importance of defending on defending your home court. Yeah, there are no injuries to report. However, um. And of course, you know, these players are human. Trey Young did lose his grandfather recently, so he's going to be playing with a heavy heart. What are your what's your gut telling you about tonight? Pivotal game I, three. I think we could get it tonight. I really do. Um, I think it's gonna be close. The lines only the down, lines down to five, so that's how me Vegas thinks it's gonna be a lot closer. Um, I do think that we have a chance tonight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's obviously a must win. That that goes without saying. Also, okay. I think if the Hawks don't win tonight, they do get swept. I think they'll probably pack it in in game four. They're, they're not really trying to extend the series at that point, I feel like. I know they're professionals, but they're also humans at the same time. So, uh, you know, super important game tonight. Got to protect the home court. And who knows, Boston's due for a bad game. Yeah, point. they are. That's Like, the- they can't just keep feeling it up. Yeah, we're due for a good three-point shooting game, and they're due for a bad game. That's for sure. And you know State Farm Arena is going to be rocking. Without a doubt. I, I think. <laughs> I, say I know. I think they should be rocking. How many Celtics fans do you think are going to be there tonight? Be a lot. There's going to be a good percentage. But the thing is, like, our PA people, Big Tigger and Shamia <laughs> and uh, DJ Mohawk, all the DJs, Sir Foster, they are so good at controlling the crowd that yeah. they can shut that boss, those Boston fans up quickly if they need to. So as long as we're playing well, I think that, you know, the crowd will be into it for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But man, if it ends up like some of those heat games where we end up here and some like let's go Celtics chance, it's gonna be a bad luck. I don't know if it'll be that many Celtics fans, um, but that would that would not be fun. Yeah, for sure. Over under on Larry Bird jerseys we see on the crowd. Over under fifty. I'll go under that. I'll go under that. They got so many to choose from. That's true. We're going to see some Bill Russell jerseys. Yeah, maybe a. That's going to disperse it a little bit. A little KG, little little Paul Pierce. Yeah. So basically, I think we kind of come to the same uh, conclusion that Atlanta's due, but you know Boston's due for a bad game. So are we going to both take Atlanta in the upset tonight for Game Three? It's now or never for us to just you know have a good playoff game in this series. So. And Quinn's not going to let this team go outside. They're going you would to think you would really think that. You know, that's the type of guy. I think, you know, I, we talked about this earlier uh, when we were in the play-in and beat the Heat. That was all Quinn Schneider. 
Like, so I think yeah. the win tonight would be all Quinn Schneider as well. Yeah, totally. I agree. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the latest Trey Young trade rumors and uh, debate really uh, if this is a good uh, uh, postseason or not for Atlanta. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. All right, and we're back. So just before we started recording this, I sent a quick text over to my man, Colin, and there's a tweet from NBA Central, and and here's basically what it says. An NBA executive believes the Lakers will target Trey Young. They went out and got tradable pieces. If the Hawks don't make a move in the summer, the Lakers would be a possibility next season. I also don't buy that every guy who signs with, with Clutch is going to the Lakers. That is obviously not the case. But this is one they have been watching. And that's from uh, Sean Devaney. So honestly, first, before I dive into what I think, I want to hear your thoughts on that. So my first thought is, if you're going to make a bold statement like that, why are you backpedaling in the middle of it? Yeah. So that's my first thought. So it's like, okay, this is probably for clicks. But, um, you know, working at 680 and constantly working with a lot of the – hosts who you know don't follow the hawks as closely as you know me and you and other people Mm -hmm. uh, who are more involved in the nba they kind of look at the hawks a little more holistically on a day-to-day basis where we're looking at it you know a little more day-to-day we're in the weeds yeah exactly and i love all the details about it but they'll just kind of bring up big topics like this and Mm -hmm. matt turnoff makes a great point of just we just hired quinn schneider they're Mm -hmm. not going to trade their perennial point guard without giving you know, him a whole year of really working with him. And do I think maybe next year, if we go out and do the same shit we've done the past two years, the same result? Uh, yeah, I think anything will be on the table. But I really think that there's no way that they don't give Quinn a whole offseason, a whole season to really work with him and develop him even further. You make some really good points. One, like sometimes you're so far within the forest, you can't see the trees. And I think that happens to a lot of us who are so, who follow the Hawks so closely that sometimes it takes someone to step out like a few steps back and just be like, hey, this isn't a logical line of reasoning. That doesn't really make sense. Also, I like how you bring up how the report started hedging like halfway between the second and third. Dude, if you're going to make a bold statement, go with it. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you're going to make the hot take, you got to follow through. You got to hold your follow through and just hope it goes in. So, but at the same time, I do think, you know, I think there where there's smoke, there's fire. There have been yeah. a lot of trade, trade rumors. And also let's not forget, he did buy a house in, uh, I believe it was Calabasas uh, within the past few months. So I think that's something, I think the clutch connection is real. 
Mm-hmm. I think his relationship with LeBron James is real. Also, I, I don't know. You know, I do think there is something to this. It It's not not great timing for Quinn Snyder, of course. He's going to want a year with Trey Young, I would think. Mm-hmm. Also, why do these reports keep coming out the day of games or the day before games? Dude, what the fuck is up with that? That's 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 real shit right there. Like, why do they keep coming? Like, we're in the playoffs right now. Yes, we're mm-hmm. losing to the best team in the East, the favorite in the East, but we're in the playoffs right now. Like, shouldn't we talk about tonight's game? Yeah, yeah no, we're already talking about the offseason, about the trade. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's an argument to be made both ways. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this one. I'm gonna say it's right now. It's a little bit more fan fiction than how actual. much. How much truth would you say is to it, though? I'm gonna say forty percent. I'm gonna okay. say it's forty percent true. What What about you? Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I just I just think at this point it's all just hearsay. Until you know, it's also a nice side side comment. It's nice to see someone not named John Collins in it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, I, I think that it's just a little early for all this. And I think sometimes the national media likes to just stir the pot a little bit. For sure. They love doing that, especially on game days. All right. Second up, um, Jeff Schultz of The Athletic had a pretty interesting article. And he said, would the Hawks have been better tanking? I'm sorry, let me reread that. Would Hawks tanking have been better than this? No, and here's why. So yeah, I, I agree. The Atlanta Hawks are too far along to tank. I don't think a five percent chance at the uh, at a uh, top, you know, top three, top four draft pick would be worth it. Mm-hmm. But it is an interesting thought exercise. What would your answer to be? What would your answer be to that if the Hawks would have been better tanking the last part of the season? So let's just compare where we were drafting when we were terrible and where we were drafting recently. So last year we picked AJ Griffin at what, like sixteen? Yeah. When we were terrible, we picked DeAndre Hunter at four and Cam Reddish at what, eight? Yeah. Like, okay, so is it really that much better to be up 10 spots where you basically don't sell tickets and blah, blah, like don't sell merch and don't have people come to the buildings? Good point. Is that better than, you know, just trying and then having, if we're, if the best we are is a top, a almost top 10 team? then that's the best we are at that point. Like, I don't see, unless we're really bad, I don't see how tanking would benefit us in any way. I agree. I think sometimes like the galaxy brains on Twitter, they go a little bit too far. Like, I understand like if you are a really downtrodden team and you have a shot at a top three, top four pick, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's a good time to go for it. But other than that, I just feel like there's got to be somewhere in between, between championship contention and totally tanking. So yeah, I agree with Jeff's final answer that no it would have been a bad idea to tank however i would have liked to seen a soft tank so say when we were hitting on this earlier before we started uh recording say atlanta loses to miami they defeat chicago in the second round of the play-in tournament mm-hmm. then they're facing the milwaukee bucks who knows Giannis Antetokounmpo, he may be healthy he may be injured i kind of like that way more than the situation we're in right now I mean, definitely at this point, like if you were to tell me, hey, Giannis isn't 100%, would you rather play the Bucs or would you rather go against the Celtics? Like, obviously, you got to take the Bucs in that situation. And and I think that the, at this point, the Celtics are the favorite in the East, so it's fun to play. Totally, totally. 
maybe it's just because they've been beating our brains in all season, but yeah. to me, they look like by far the best team in the Eastern Conference, maybe in the NBA right now. Yeah, exactly. And in the NBA, like I think whoever comes out of the East is going to do it. So. so, so what do you think? Win one game this series and all in all, it was worth it. Or even if the Hawks get swept, still worth it. If we win tonight mm-hmm. and the last two games are super close, I can walk away from the season and not be just annoyed at the way it ended. But if we get swept, dude, I'm going to be furious in this offseason. <laughs> I am going to be even more wanting to just blow just, it up. Let's just try some new things at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, again, super important game three tonight. State Farm Arena is going to be rocking. And uh, we really appreciate all of our listeners for tuning in. We'll be back early next week and uh, we'll be discussing the end of game four. So who yeah. knows where who knows where we could be at at that point? Appreciate uh, all the listeners out there. Definitely, you know, feel free to hit me and Pat up. Pat underscore Benson underscore Junior. I'm calling so groovy. Make sure that you guys, you know, hit us up on Twitter. If you guys have any questions or topics you want to make sure that we cover once we kind of dive into the off season, we'll be a little more open to go in different directions. So make sure to hit us up. You heard the man. This has been Hawk Talk. I'm Pat. That's Colin. We'll talk to you early next week. sounds of baseball it's got you thinking about hitting the road and no matter where your adventures take you subaru of gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style like the 2024 subaru outback sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon or the 2024 subaru forester the suv with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along start your shopping online at subaruofgwinnett.com then come see us for a test drive on satellite boulevard in duluth Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.